Welcome to the B-Sides and Beers podcast. Sides and Beers, episode 49. Tonight we're digging into Guns and Roses, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. How are we doing? Stoked. Yeah, man. Stoked. Guns and fucking Roses. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Double talking jab, get your money, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm super pumped on this one. This is maybe one of the more most excited I've been to talk about an album and to hear your feedbacks on this. Yep. And I could almost go track by track on on some of this, but um, we'll 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 dive into that in a bit. Uh, before we do that, yep. though, I want everybody to rate this. I want you to share it. Uh, I want you to. Answer back an email that maybe we we sent you to get us to come onto the show and 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 join us. So uh, hopefully you're listening to us uh, and follow us. We want to get this out. We want to you know get those small breweries, those craft BC breweries out there. We want to promote their names. We want to promote their products. We want to learn. So uh, help us keep you know keep this growing. So yeah. On that note, talking about beer, what are we drinking? Who wants to go first? Rock, paper, scissors. All right, go. One, One two, two, three, three shoot. Two, shoot. Oh, oh three scissors. Once, three twice, scissors. shoot. Shoot. Go. Dan, Dan's uh, up. Dan goes up. first. All right, all right. <laughs> paper covers double rock. Uh, so I've got a squirrel chaser, hazy pale ale from Yellow Dog. Nothing beats this one. It's the best. It's the best pale ale, hazy pale ale. Um, I get it every single time I step foot in the liquor store. So um, nice. that's the one I've started on right now. And then um, tried, I'm trying something different too. I've got Georgie's Best Dry Hopped ESB. So that is an English standard bitter, I think. Shit, I should have done my hmm. work on that. And ESP is uh, extra special bitter. Sorry. Um, known better for its medium dry finish than midfield modesty. I don't know. So it's uh, it's an ale. It's like a golden ale. So that should be good. And sorry, where is that out of? Who is that from again? Oh, sorry. Um, oh, it's Bomber. Oh, Bomber Brewing. Yeah. Yeah. Out of Vancouver. It's- yeah, you got it. You got it. Right on. Um, and then this one was fun. So uh, I used to work at uh, a place called Church Street Tap House. It was like, um, there's, strangely enough, and I think this is probably pretty common with like small BC towns, like bars just go up in flames <laughs> for whatever reason. And so there was a bunch um that went up, I guess, from early 2000s to mid 2000s by bunch, I think two or three, but I mean, that's a lot. So there was really sort of a void for um, a good tap house. And um, so this place, uh, there's three, two local guys and one guy that's been here forever. They came together and they they built the building and um, hired a whole bunch of people. And it looked like a lot of fun. So I decided to work there too. And they had um, a, 
a dude who was really into beers and he selected all of the stuff on tap. And um, so they're still around and thank God, like with everything that's happened, um, they're still strong and, and people still go there. So church street tap house and uh, they've teamed up with, so they're out of Comox and they teamed up with a brewery out of Courtney uh, Ace brewery and an illustrator out of, uh, Cumberland. So that's the, the Comox Valley right there. So it's like, um, and, uh, I'm sorry, the illustrator is Ian Adams. I think, uh, hopefully I got that right. I'll, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll fix that if it is wrong, but I think it's Ian Adams anyway. So yeah, it, it, a really nice initiative and it's a church street homeboy honey ale. Cool. So, uh, yeah, Can I see the I'm excited on for one? this one. Sure. It's like they're, oh, yeah. that's the tap oh, house logo, this sort of boy. And uh, yeah. my boy, Mike Little, if you're listening, um, he had a lot to do with this. He worked with Ace Brewery to, to come up with this. And so I saw it in the liquor store. I was like, yes, definitely have to get this and do a shout out. Wicked. Yeah. Uh, last one is uh, from Four Winds. It's a Greg West Coast IPA. So I like Four Winds. And um, okay, I don't know. Nice one. And caught my eye. It's it's kind of nice. It's it's like subtle, but a nice looks like uh, the blue nose on there. I think I don't know. It's a cool looking ship, either way. Yeah, it's a cool ship on like a real nice sort of. Uh, green. Is, it a, is it a schooner? Schooner. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like a schooner, man. I, let's see here. Um. This classic West Coast IPA was brewed as a tribute to our late father, Greg Mills, president and co-founder of Four Winds Brewing. He loved the ocean. So I there you go. Probably his boat. I don't know, but there you go. Cool. Cool. Nice, man. I'll pass on the torch. Excellent. Excellent. Uh I'll take it. Sure. Um I got two cool. tonight. Um this one is from Fernie Brewing Company, and it is the Black Mammoth winter ale which i have not tried yet so whoa nice. I, i've seen it in the store i haven't grabbed yeah. one yet uh our decadent winter ale aged on oak and brewed with dark chocolate cocoa triple sec and orange peel so kind of like a chocolate Ooh, orange kind of thing yeah. yeah yeah nice um so i'm gonna give that a spin and that is a eight percent um rich strong and decadent yep not for the week on that one and neither is this one and i'll be honest i'm pretty scared of this one uh, but I've never heard of this brewery. 18%. Yeah, yeah. No, the percentage isn't bad. It's just I'll read you the the the, the preamble. Uh, Wild Eye Brewing. Have you guys heard of Wild Eye Brewing? No. Yeah, neither mm-hmm. heard of this. And they are out of uh, North Vancouver. And uh, this is a uh, Barrel Room Series Flanders Red. Oh, Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So it looks, it caught my eye, and I was like, okay, it sounds, you know, good. I like red beer. Uh, and then it, I kind of read it, and I was like, oh, I don't know. We'll try it. This red beer was kettle-soured, fermented on Bel- Belgian Abbey yeast, and then aged for nine months in Chardonnay barrels from the Okanagan. Notes of red currants, French Pinot Noir, raisins, finishing long with complex interwoven subtle, subtle notes of oak, clove, and aged balsamic vinegar. Oh, the last one was good. like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. So I'll, I'll, uh, 
I'm going to try that. I'm, you know what? I'm going with the Black Mammoth first. So uh, those are the two that I'm riding nice. tonight. But yeah, new one at a Wild Eye. I've never heard of that one. So, uh, And it says it is a extremely limited release. So I'm Whoa, going all to right. jump on that train. Good on you for scoring one if it's that limited. What the hell, man? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's it. Cool. It's all yours, man. All right. I have two this evening. The first one is, uh, what is it? Sierra Nevada. Uh, hazy little thing IPA. Uh, the reason why they stuck out to me was I have not seen a tall boy um, other than than the really jumbo uh, big brand Molson Canadians, Bud Lights, just those massive yeah. cans uh, that are the size of a, like it's actual a pint of, which is kind of cool. So it's like a, oh. an extra <laughs> tall massive. boy. It is tall, and then it's like it just keeps going. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that that kind of stood out. I, I figured I should probably get one of those, and it's a, a six point seven percent, which is, which is pretty good for an IPA, I guess. And the other one is from Russell Brewing Co., and it is a cinnamon bun brown ale, oh. five point five percent. So, first time seeing this. I've been seeing a lot of Russell uh, Brewing coming out in in a couple of my stores lately just uh, a lot of really good variety so this is the first i've seen of it so cool cinnamon that buns good, nice yeah. excellent okay so use your illusion one and <clears throat> two are we just going to tackle this as one gigantic project you think let's let's just hit it all as much as we can this this was a tough one uh there was too much information this is this is the first one that I found where there was just too much to. Ho- hopefully, I can hold enough in my brain this evening and not have to dig too deep into to weird notes and stuff. But it's it's a deep one, man. Well, I think too when you have like 194 shows on this tour, there's uh, lots of footage oh, yeah. and lots of things that went down that uh, you can you know dive into you know and, and oh, 194 yeah. of those shows. So um, yeah, oh yeah. <clears throat> I I just keep before we get into it that um, that clip that I sent you Mike mm-hmm. and I was like watch Adler hit the stage mm-hmm. did you actually see him like run on stage mm-hmm. and then biff it into his drum set yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> ouch yeah. that that's like a, I like and this is you know kind of leading up to use your illusions but I like one of my first memories of Guns N' Roses was like the MTV Awards and Slash and Duff were so wasted out of their minds. They didn't need like every second word was fuck. And that was like back in the 80s and everyone was like, (gasps) and that's like just complete debauchery, (laughs) just chaos. Dangerous. Yeah. It is the first thoughts that come to my head when I think of Guns N' Roses. And that's the allure. I think too, right? I think yeah. that's why we're yeah. all here, right? Because we we, <laughs> yeah. we want to see that. We want to see what happened. We want to know more about that. We wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, like a a a special time and a very memorable time in my life too. Uh, around use your illusion and like I remember it specifically coming out. I remember. Oh yeah, you know, and obviously this is a uh, you know two big albums in our kind of canon of even growing up i i think you know like well definitely coming into coming into um discovering music or or not necessarily discovering but having it take over your entire world 
for X amount of years, and that was the the window. Yeah, when that dropped. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I mean I I gotta think I gotta ask you guys right off the bat. I think we need to address the <laughs> the first thing on this, and and I think we have to talk about the piano on both of these albums, and yeah. the. <laughs> I, I I just cannot. I, I listened to this album again, as you know, past listeners will know. I have uh, I list I have listened obsessively to this stuff before I li- I do this, and same thing with this. I listened to these two albums nonstop for about three weeks. Ever since we said we were yeah. going to do it, I was like, I'm going to dive in right now, and I'm just going to play them right. <laughs> So I'm I feel very confident on these both both these albums now maybe even more than I did before right But I listened to it in many different ways too I listened to it with headphones different kinds of headphones on speakers I listened to it when I was you know even on an iPhone speaker I listened to it And the piano is plinking and plonking throughout the whole double album just honky tonking honky tonk <laughs> and yeah and there's so many <laughs> slides down the the keys up and down and um it's just it takes away f- from the yeah. i don't know the the fierceness of it you know like there's some songs that's where it's a just, great way of putting it it's tearing through and it's just like you're like this guitar riff is so good and then it's just just cruising underneath and i'm like what's like going this big on jerry lee lewis yeah and i'll apologize to all the listeners because there's probably gonna be a lot of like impressions tonight of axel and sounds and different riffs but the piano i don't know what do you guys think about this give me your thoughts please it was it's a lot it's a lot i mean for for certain songs i mean for for the most part it should have only been in in you know november rain <laughs> yeah and estranged and that's about really. it really yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah really i mean it was it was somewhat unnecessary it was kind of i don't know at the time i didn't notice it too much being front to back through and through me either man in, in okay that that's way. good it but wasn't me either cuz yeah tough, with the man. second time or the now that i listen to it you know, in my 40s, I'm like, I did not notice this the first, you know, go round. And you know what's super weird? I remember, you know, when this came out and at that time it was like grunge and anything that had a keyboard in it, I was like, not worthy. I don't yep. care. But for some reason, Faith No More yep. and Guns N' Roses Use Your Illusions, they got a pass. And it's like, Okay, use your use your illusions one. What wait <laughs> wait fifteen minutes? I'm not going to be able to say these album names. <laughs> use your illusions one. Uh, you one, you two. First track right next door to hell. It comes out like a banger. Yeah. And then it just goes right in a honky talk. Yeah. And then it's like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I can, I can roll with this, but it's like, for me, it was like anything that Guns N' Roses did, I loved. And looking back at it now, I mean, it's just, there's, it's just, no one came in when they were doing editing <laughs> or it was just Axel just being the Ayatollah is that's like what Slash called them and said, I want it to be f- like, 10 minutes long with three piano solos and, yep. and the video is going to have dolphins 
after the first five <laughs> minutes for no reason and more silliness and you know but it got a pass i i yeah. loved both these albums front to back as a kid a little now i'm a little bit like i think you know they, they could have taken a second look at some of these things but shortened a little bit yeah. here and there yeah some stuff i mean they're all over the place the, 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 the both of these all, albums are all over the place there is everything yeah. from like indian music to flamenco guitar to yeah. uh you know just straight chugging to um ballads to it's it's everywhere it's and then there's cover songs and there's like meatloaf <laughs> sounding songs it, it's yeah. just like and whatever that last song is oh, on the, YouTube, yeah, my too. World? i thought that was steve-o for a second i was like is there a glitch is this like is this a jackass song? okay was this or, okay was that on the original cut because i don't remember that yeah i don't remember that i think this is what happened mike i think because there's like sexual there's like a lady kind of mm -hmm. like making sexual noises and it's like it's a bat it's like a it's like a rocket queen it's a song of. that i i yeah, yeah, it's like a song I didn't want my parents to hear, so I think I just would have like. Oh, maybe that's what I was it was. Done. I like, maybe yeah, yeah, because I don't remember it. I probably turned it off or whatever. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, that thing. I mean, I read that he just was high on mushrooms, and anybody that was in there just just laid it down, and it was like after yeah. they all like signed off on it too. I heard too that the band didn't know that this made it onto the album. He just snuck her on there, and but I mean, yeah. That song Terrible. aside, the rest, yeah, the rest of it is just like all over the place. But yeah, let's keep going. Right next door to hell sounds kind of like uh, it just picked up from where Appetite left off. I'm a great track, like kind of right off the bat, it's good. And then, yeah, I mean, here's the other thing, guys. I found like I didn't know that Axel doesn't sing on like a third of the, both of these albums. I know he's not even yeah. singing. I know. I yeah. This is like Izzy all the time, and like Duff on one. Alice Cooper yeah. is it. Alice. I Cooper. didn't know oh, that yeah. either, yeah, yeah. man. Like Shannon Shannon Hoon was on on what two oh, tracks? He was Shannon on like four songs. or five, like, like three or like, four. Live and yeah. Let Die, November Rain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you ain't the first. Yeah, he's the Garden. Yeah. Don't cry. Like he's everywhere. And everyone's on the garden. Yeah. Everybody's in there. <laughs> Such a God weird man. song too. Yeah. So, okay. But I had no, go ahead. Oh, yeah. sorry. I'm, I'm just going off on these songs. So Dustin Bones, that's another yeah, easy song. So like. Yeah. And it's good. It's a good I, one. I was like, yeah. It's good. Uh, what do you guys think of the cover tunes on both of these albums? What? what I think they were very well done. Yeah. yeah. Fucking great. Yeah. Live and, and let like, die. It, it's it's amazing it, yeah. it you know it sits with the original you know it's it's a really good nod yeah i found absolutely so, yeah, yeah i agree with you i think they're and they're cool it's the one on each album i like the, the yeah. mix of that that's cool um yeah I, mm -hmm. I still love don't cry i i still love yeah, that song great yeah oh I yeah know what it is i i still love it um perfect crime is like one of my favorites on both of these it's just like a banger and it's yeah. again should have been on appetite maybe right like it's a short banger well a lot of these tunes were written and and were supposed to be on appetite from what i understand even uh, uh -huh. even november rain uh axel was starting to to mess around with it uh on on piano in around 89 yeah. civil war was written when axel civil was 17 17 hey? yeah. wow i didn't know that yeah 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 that's crazy um and then it kind of gets into this. Uh, okay, so you ain't the first. I mean, that's that kind of 
you know, it's like the acoustic, whistly. yeah, kind of. It yeah. looks like it was. It kind of yeah, feels yeah. like it was off of lies, like a maybe. You know, they were recorded on lies. I'm okay with that song too. Or it's something. Well, they I'm just, glad you brought that up because that from, is that yeah, weird obviously. album. I guess it's an EP, right? Generalize is an EP. No, I don't think so. I, I think it's technically an album because because okay. this is this is their third album, so it would have been. I guess put so. Out lies to fill in that space, and it can it, you know, it's considered a full proper album. So, right, right. Uh, I mean, Spaghetti Incident was an EP, yeah. but there's like twelve songs on that, wasn't there? They were all covers though, too. It was a strange one. Yeah. It was a strange one. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Lies is an interesting one because it's like it's the kind of like the forgotten album. Yeah. Or maybe that's yeah. just in in my experience. Like it all starts with Appetite, but like uh, Patience, I guess, is on Gene R. Lies, which is a great song, yeah. but yeah. not as like I mean, Appetite was just brutal, and maybe that wasn't a true representation of the band. Maybe they are more acoustic or honky tonk or maybe they're just uh have more layers than what was presented on appetite well when when appetite came out i mean they they dropped it and it took a year almost two years for it to really catch on really okay but, but yeah before because it wasn't it didn't it wasn't like it blew up overnight it took over a year before it to get any traction yeah and then and then that hits hard and now you've got this little window between this and what are you going to do for the next thing that can hopefully, you know, top it, yeah. really. <clears throat> so then you got this other window where where Lies comes out. And I skipped just it. Just to fill that little gap. I, I thought Lies came out before out. Appetite. I always thought it was it's after. after. It's was after, it? yeah. yeah. Oh, but, I thought it was before. That's the thing. Like, okay. we, uh, I mean... <clears throat> Dane, you and I were listening to Appetite, but like the next thing I remember, oh, religiously, yeah, was 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 Use Your Illusion. Like I don't, I never had yeah, lies. Yeah. Like it, that came later. Like I found that no. out later. I don't, I don't ever remember even hearing about it. Like yeah. it was kind of weird, but I mean, yeah, it's it's uh, it's maybe you're right. I don't know, but it's the same producer too. Like on these two albums, right between Appetite and and Use Your Illusion, the Mike uh, Clink. Same guy. So, yep. right. you know, it's like, uh, I, I don't know, one, one album has lots of piano and the next one doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he also plays the Nutcracker on, on uh, uh, what the hell was that on? Uh, Dead Horse. Oh, a Dead, and that, Dead and Horse, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, some of this, some of this stuff really you can see the link from this to Chinese democracy because like some of it just doesn't make any sense that mm. I remember that effect, that nutcracker sound and being yeah. a kid, I was like, I, what is that chain? Or like, is it yeah. like, why is that sound there? Is it a mistake? Like there's a lot of weird textures in there that I guess there like, is lots of like talking underneath and like, messages yeah. from axel that are just like buried in this thing <laughs> all over the place right it's just like like what is he saying now what's he talking about now like oh he's like saying you know he was saying a movie lines from a 1971 movie in the back half of uh one song i can't even remember now i got i got all these like random thoughts as i was listening to this just like <laughs> yeah. you know i have like laughing and whispering and like the what uh, right. uh, uh, oh that that one too I'll just <laughs> you know I just couldn't do it 
<clears throat> but yeah, lots lots of laughing, lots of yeah, background laughing. Well, you you got to kind of figure too. I mean, for the for the most part, any band that has attempted a double album, it's it has to be the most difficult thing to pick twenty to thirty songs and yeah and, and line them up and make sure they're all good <clears throat> and i i can't think of any album double album other than maybe exile on main street that that does it i think every other double album that i've heard has fallen short because they're trying to cram too much stuff in or or they'll have x amount of songs and they'll have filler tracks or like just just space fillers and it's it it always feels disjointed and and that that's how i see this one where i I mean it was a huge uh financial success and everyone bought it and and but everybody it's a great but everybody bought two it is a great that's the genius thing right like i watched i don't know if you guys saw that youtube video but it was like a youtube video of them uh, of these guys standing in line to like get it at a midnight release in 91 right yep and everybody's buying two I got to have two, right? Yeah. Of course you got to have both. I bought both, right? Like, yeah. it's brilliant. Oh, yeah. It's a brilliant idea. They sold, it was a brilliant move. Half a million in two hours. Half <laughs> yeah. a million. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Total brilliant. Yeah. And that wasn't even full coverage of all stores because there were so many other record stores and big, like the the Walmarts and the, yeah. the Kmarts and stuff that that wasn't going to, going to, release it or carry it because of of all the 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 lyrics and the bad press and all that and they still you know still blew it out of you know blew it up yeah. so yeah it's all right so we're on side two okay yeah let's go back to the that was a fast side one Whew. well yeah <laughs> I mean... well there's four sides to this first one yeah uh okay we're on bad obsession okay now it's like now it's like black crows yeah. yeah. Did you guys get that too? Like, I'm like, who did this first? Totally. Like, it's just, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. Tambourines yeah. going and cowbells Ooh, going. Lots and, of piano yeah. slides and, yeah. Uh, weird. Weird. Uh, another strange one yeah. I, I, that just kind of doesn't fit in that whole mix. But, mm-hmm. um, back off, bitch. Oh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> back off. Bitch. <laughs> uh, great song. So it is good. a great song. So I like it. And, and I just, I find that there's some of these songs that just maybe Axel takes away from the guitar work that's happening. And oh yeah, and you're like, yeah. you got to listen through everything, and you're like, I kind of just really want to hear Slash what he's doing right now, right? Like, I don't really want to hear you talking <laughs> about, you know, whatever you're talking about. Yeah, you know, especially yeah. this song is such it has such a great riff to yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I totally agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but good, good song. One of the better songs on this album, I think. Uh, this one. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, and Double Talk and Jive is. Oh, fantastic i've always loved that song i yeah i i don't know what it is i still it's, love it i i, I crushes, love the flamenco man. guitar even though i knocked it at the beginning of the show i still i love the ending of that song <laughs> maybe back in 91 people were like oh what is yeah. this culturally different sound yeah. <laughs> yeah. but was that another izzy 
Yeah, yep. that's another easy that one. Easy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the, again, that and you guys probably read that too about the uh, based off the finding the severed head and uh, arm in the back alley of the studio that they were recording this at. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. where this came from. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I've always loved this song. So good. Yeah, that was a killer story too. Yeah, messed up. Uh, I don't know if we need to talk about November Rain. I mean. It's, it's a great but, song. Yeah. It's, we it's we a, do need to talk about November Rain because <laughs> did Axel do it? <laughs> yes, he did it. Okay, so <laughs> in the trilogy of videos, I think it was suicide. Is it? Well, no, because a strange comes out and it's like he's hiding in the house when the cops are coming in to grab all his kids. Yeah, that video is so funny. We'll get there, but like, yeah, is where is this in the trilogy? This there's is, Don't Cry November Rain, and then there's This is the second Estranged. one. Yeah. So this is the number yeah. two. Second. Yeah. Second in the series. Yep. Right. So he marries the chick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't cry. And then he 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 uh uh commits the perfect crime and then it goes into November Rain. <laughs> hand in hand with November Rain, the perfect crime. Yeah. It's, it's time to die. <laughs> <laughs> okay but november rain is i think um one of the greatest songs ever made i agree with you i think it's i think it's yeah, one of the it's most beautiful yeah. it's fan it, it's fucking 10 minutes long yeah. i mean yeah. yeah whatever that is it's like the riaa or something like that it's the longest song that's been inducted into that like you know well, this says it's eight fifty something. Yeah, nine but... minutes. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, well, sure. what about Stairway? That's... And then I looked back at Stairway, and Stairway is only like eight, eight oh nine or something like that. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. there you go. They did that on purpose. Then they knew. But same formula. Yeah. You got like the ballad, and then like they crank it at the end. And a great. I remember it. Great. Yeah. The ending is so. Good. Yeah. As a kid, I would just skip through the ballad part and just get straight to the the slash yeah, part. Yeah. Right when yeah. he starts plinking and plonking on the piano, and you're like, the yeah, strings right. kick in. Uh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, and so much time spent trying to learn that guitar solo and, and oh, really? messing about with that stuff. Oh, I love it. It's Even a nice today. It's a fun one to. Can do. you play it now? Yes. Nice. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, and hey, a classic for the last dance of the night, as we all have probably experienced in, oh, in yeah. the school dance. It's either stairway oh, yeah, or grade nine. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> stairway or November rain, and hopefully you got the much music video the dance party, hop. and you got to see the November rain video <laughs> yeah. as you're swaying back and forth, yeah. <laughs> grinding. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's keep so going. Youth. The garden. Okay, so we're talking about the garden. Uh, yeah, Alice Cooper. I mean, In the garden. It, it makes sense. And now that I listen to it, it obviously mm-hmm. sounds exactly like Alice Cooper. But I had no idea until yep. I started doing research None. on this that, like, <sighs> yep, yeah. And and a, like you said, Dana, very odd song and a very odd placement of this song right here. Yeah. Right after November Rain, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and not my favorite. I, like Alice Cooper's, not my. F- favorite the lyrics are so bad it's it's theatrical <laughs> that's that's yep. yeah i guess yeah okay it's over the top okay. i think on purpose i think that's right yeah. but yeah i mean right. and i read too that they they heard axel singing this and they thought he sounded like alice cooper and they're like oh well, let's just call us up alice cooper and have him come on and do this and 
Right. There he is. Yeah, I think he had a moment back in the early 90s, too. I think he was like sort of death rattle in his career. Well, he well, he never really went away. And then you look at Wayne's yeah. World when that's that right. comes that's out. Yeah. And it, it just it? pushes him to this yeah. god level. And it's like yeah. right yeah. around this time, so, he's I mean, big again. He he might not have huge hits, but you know he's he's an elder statesman, and everybody worships him in the rock scene at that time. So oh yeah, else? still relevant. Favorite Alice favorite favorite Alice Cooper song. Hey, 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 stupid. What you trying to do? That's stupid with two O's, isn't it? I think so. So good. Oh, man. Lost oh. in the Garden of Eden. Lost in the Garden of yeah. Eden. Uh, what are your thoughts on this song? It's a fun one. It's not. Yeah. It's it's not a huge standout, but it's it wasn't bad. I like the video. This is with the bouncing ball. A little video. long. Yeah, there's two, a little two long versions. though for five minutes and twenty seconds. I mean, a lot of the you know this should have been like three minutes yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but. it should have been cut totally. Yeah, there's two versions of this video. There's the bouncing ball version, and then there's the one where they're all in the like the the papers going everywhere, and they're the paper. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I read too that they blew all the money on November rain, so that's all they could afford is to <laughs> <laughs> make sense. Fisheye lens and some paper. <laughs> oh no, no shit! That's it. Does November rain have the tanker as well? The what? Sorry, the tanker. Yeah. What? The big fucking tanker in the ocean, and that's because that's in that's a strange, strange, right? Yeah, no, that's, I don't remember. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> November rain's the church. Mm-hmm. Got you. The okay. church that was so damn tiny, but the scene before they had like what four hundred people yeah. in there, and then Slash walks out, and it's the smallest yeah. church, and so windy. <laughs> and it's so windy. Oh, there's and, no and continuity in these videos at all. It's so it's just windy, and they're in the desert, and his nonsense. guitar's not even plugged yeah, in. It's not good sound. How does he do this? <laughs> yeah, <So> cool. Because <laughs> uh, he Slash. Don't damn me. This is awful. This is an awful track. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The lyrics are so and five bad. Minutes it's, plus. Yeah, it's so long and the don't oh. tell me to it's just it's kind of a cool yeah. riff, but not a full that's, song. Like it, it's like it was a it's a cool it's a riff. Yeah, it's, it's a cool, a idea. cool yeah. riff and that's it. it yeah. And that's yeah. the thing. I, I wrote down here that maybe you guys agree with this or not. It, some of these songs sound polished and some of them sound like they just f- took them off the floor straight like yeah, book it super raw. Yeah, like you compare November yeah. Rain and the polishness of that compared to like this song, and you're like, this doesn't even hold a candle. How is it on the same album? So yeah. apparently they had already started the world tour, and they hadn't finished the album. So they were like, I that's probably one of the last ones that they they jammed in there. Ugh. I could mm-hmm. be wrong, but it does sound super rushed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, put it in side three, track 13. <laughs> no one's going to fucking care. It's fine. It's a deep track. It's officially a deep track, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Almost the deepest one on the album. Yeah. Uh, Bad Apples, back to Black Crows again. That's yep. another, yeah. another Black Crows song that I don't really care I about. I dig it. I dig it. You like that one? Yeah. I don't know. There, there's there 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 are no real bad songs on this album. There's just great ones and there's meh. Yeah. yeah, that's all. I can't knock a single song on here to say I would never want to listen to it again or, 
but it's just it, it could have been on something else. There's a few I probably could yeah. do without for the rest of my existence, yeah. but there's yeah. a few I still want to listen to, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, okay, we talked about Dead Horse um, and Coma, which is like what eleven minutes long. <laughs> oh, I love Coma yeah. though. Yeah, it's a boom, good boom. song, but like yeah. you know the defibrillator boom, boom. sounds and the hospital yeah. sounds and. Duh. Oh, I love it. Could someone tell me what the fuck is going on? Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It makes the hair stand up on my arms. Uh, like, oh. Yeah. And that is just, I just like, like astral plane back to being 11 years old and just yeah. like, oh. <laughs> that's so badass. <laughs> and this whole and album, even by the time you get to that, right, there is so much yeah, that yeah. he has said and <laughs> spewed yeah. at this point, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Apparently, Axel said this is one of the best songs he's ever written. I believe it. Huh. I don't know. I don't know about. Well, I mean, as far as it meaning something to him, because it's about both him and Slash OD. Two completely different situations, but um, I don't know. I mean, I knew Slash was a degenerate, but I didn't know he was like, he was doing it all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I, I, Mike, you read his book? I read his book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that was, Ooh. I'm not a reader. I'm not good with the reading, but uh, that <laughs> one, I made it front to back. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was one of those books where I couldn't put it down. Yeah. And it started getting even like really good at the use your illusion part. Like that's when it started like, I was like, okay, okay. But again, it's, it's, that's when he's got the money and like, oh, yeah. And just all like, of the vices. Yeah. Wearing the leather pants for 30 days and not showering and like his, you know, his, snakes at his house that escaped and all got into his house and like he's got all these boa constrictors and pythons slithering through his house and like yeah just crazy crazy stories one page after another but yeah you know he was messed up then too (laughs) no question you know oh yeah Uh, i mean i thought it was you know it looks kind of like an act but he was on all of it all of it yeah all of it uh, I this is one like I just want to pause for a second and like how do you play such phenomenal guitar when you're so strung out? I mean it's Dimebag Daryl, I mean who else? Yeah. Eddie Van Halen. Like just geniuses, I guess, or is it muscle memory? Like what is how do you A lot of it's muscle memory, a lot of it yeah, so much of it is you've done it for so long. Right. With the, you, you know, you, it's, it's, like, it's not like, it's not, not like a normal, um, normal in home musician that's going to play for an hour a night. You know, when, when they're playing every night, you know, every night for two, three hours a night. Yeah. It just, you, you know, you just kind of go on, uh, on, uh, autopilot. Autopilot. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. So you go all the way back to Hendrix, though, too, with that, Dane, right? Like, you know, yeah, Santana, with yeah, most of Santana yeah. and Woodstock, like you know, these are fantastic giving, giving performances. You know, like uh, giving three tabs of acid to Lemmy and <laughs> taking the rest of the sheet for yeah. himself. Yeah, and like, there's something to be said about like jam band stuff and like you know dialing it in, but like real technical, like 
slash solos slash are pretty solos, damn technical, right. really. I mean, it's his own it's his own thing, but it's but he's not yeah. fucking making it up. It's like that's what's on the record, like, and that's why I go. It's, it's impressive, right? Like that's why we went and saw Guns N' Roses. That's why I went and saw Bilbo Revolver. I just wanted to see Slash, but I wanted to see yeah, you know, yeah. that's that was my, my, my main pull for that, but you know. Yeah, impressive. Uh, use your illusions one. There you go. An hour and fifteen minutes. Um, definitely, personally, and now that I've listened to both of these back to back a million times, I like one a lot better than I like two. Yeah. Oh, it's a tough one, man. That is tough. Okay, I I got a I, sorry. I got a quick question here. I I'm looking on. Uh, what am I missing here? Okay, so I'm looking on uh, Wikipedia. For the song lineups, where am I? Okay, do do do. What am I looking here? Civil War, and yep. fourteen years, and yesterday, and knocking on heaven's door. That's and usually illusion too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, yeah, I, Civil War is probably my favorite song on both of them. Oh fuck, two solos in that, and Unreal. it likes, yeah, just Civil War is like. Uh, one of my favorite songs ever. No question. Yeah. And yeah, such a it's, great opening. It's so too, brilliant. Right? Like, cool on Luke. I had no idea it was cool on Luke until I got a bit older. I just thought it was totally. Axel doing another weird yeah. voice. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and there's so many of that. So much of that. Sorry, that was a bit of a like, jump ahead. But... This is like, you know, until you do some more research. Yeah. Um, yeah 14 years. That's another. Um, that's another Izzy song. Yeah. Yeah. That's another Izzy yeah. song. Um, Crazy. Yep. And a good one. I like that one. Um, yeah. Yesterday's, I mean, that's a, it's kind of a classic Guns N' Roses. Yesterday. It's kind of classic. The video well, helps. It does. Yeah. yeah. At least it's only four minutes. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. yeah. We talked about knocking on heaven's door. Okay. Let's talk about getting the ring. Let's let's oh. discuss, let's discuss oh. this. Awesome. <laughs> uh, get in the what ring. Are you, what are your get thoughts? What are your thoughts on this track? Well, being when it came out, what eleven, twelve, yeah, it it, it was mind blowing mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Now, kind yeah. of looking back and and just knowing, I don't know from from a lot of the in, interviews and research that Axel's not really a badass. That it just kind of seems like, you know, getting getting the ring, motherfucker. But why you're tiny and <laughs> and what are you gonna do? And it seems really petty. Totally. <laughs> yeah, because you wrote some bad press about me in Rolling Stone and Krang and whatever yeah. else. Like, I'm going to call you out in this song, and I weigh 110 exactly. pounds soaking wet. Yeah. What are you going to do? Nothing. Yeah. That's what. One of the first beef songs ever written, though. I think, like, <laughs> yeah. hip-hop world, like, looks over their shoulder. They're like, yo. In rock, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's beef? Yeah. Oh, because man. when you let your enemies start your Jeep. Oh. When he does that, when it gets real like campy when he starts, like they ring the bell and yeah, ding 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 in this quarter. Weighing <laughs> in at 800 and 240 pounds. Guns and roses. Do the fade out. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the figures I, I, I down think, the board faded out. I, I think they got the weight a little wrong with them, with uh, you know, the, yeah. the whole coke and the heroin. <laughs> they're they're still lighter, and lighter pounds, than that. No way. There's not a chance in that band. Yeah, maybe 400. <laughs> <laughs> and Axel's tiny, so 
Oh, now that I think maybe it was, maybe it is. I mean, like there was how many dudes were in that band? There was Izzy Dizzy. Uh, Two, three, four, five, six. Duff slash Axel. Five. And the African-American lady singers. <laughs> right? The backups, yeah. yep. Backups. They crushed oh, it every yeah, damn that was, time. That's cool. Crushed it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Pure pro. Anyway. Yeah, again, the ring, the song. I mean, it's, it just it needs to get it's over itself. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. It's, it really dates itself, but it's a fun yeah. one. Yeah. Um okay, where are we here? Shotgun blues. I got the shotgun blues. That's a fun one. This is another one that they just took right that's off a the floor and just press record. Yeah. All right. That's a filler. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Uh I don't know. It it's was a fun little three minute filler that doesn't need to go back to too many times, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it's just a break it up. Yeah, it's it's a filler. Okay. Gentlemen, I think that breakdown is the worst song on both of these albums put together for me. I <laughs> it is god awful. Like remind me how to, and, how does this one go again? And it never ends. Uh okay, no it never it never Se- ends. It's a 7 minute banger. <laughs> it never ends. <laughs> now, I got to make sure I'm right, but I'm pretty sure this is the one that starts off like the American Civil War like style with the like the banjo and the whistling and then there, there's what three whistle songs on yeah. this album? Oh, yeah. It's like right. right. that one that like starts off like you're like Yeah. And then it turns into this meatloaf like you know, like it kind of goes into that thing. It's so this was like, yeah, Slash said this was the hardest song to do. Oh, because I threw a banjo at him. He's like, the oh, yeah, he, had, he, he didn't know how to play a banjo. He didn't know how to play a banjo, so he ended up tuning it like a, a five-string guitar. Oh, seriously? Yeah, so he ended up playing it like a, a tuned as a guitar without because he had no idea how to play banjo at the right. time. Yeah. Here's a banjo. Do it. Well, I can't play banjo, so what do you want me yeah. to do? And then never play this song live because walking around and running around Ever. a stage with a banjo doesn't look cool. So. <laughs> Banjos can be badass, just not in that yeah, situation. No. Very true. <laughs> not in that situation. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just, it, oh, it's all over the place. Whatever. It's all over the place. Um yeah, there's just so much meatloaf on that song. It just and God rest his soul, <laughs> rest in rest peace, in Robert peace, Paulson. Man. But I mean, yeah, his name is Robert oh, Paulson. His name bad. is Robert Paulson. Too bad. Yeah, uh, I kind of wish I would have saw that guy. And you know what's kind of funny? Nicole told me like a week before that, she's like, "You guys should do a meatloaf episode." And I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool. Like that might be a good one." And then what else is he down? I have well, no, we really have I don't know to. anything about exactly. besides dashboard. Okay. Let's do a deep dive on that one. Yeah. Cause he has, it, it's, it's pretty massive what he did for rock. Yeah. We need to do one really? down, down the line. No yeah. question. Cause he just like invented yeah. the concept record. Like it, it, he may not have invented it, but he sure made it, uh, made it huge. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Okay. Uh, let's keep going. Pretty tied up. The pretty tied up. Old decadence. Uh, I like this song. Yeah, me too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh. I like this song. 
uh, I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> uh, and I also don't have a problem with the next song, Locomotive. Locomotive. Me too. But what's with like the, like the, the additional like track title and brackets for every fucking fifth <laughs> song here? So let's look. Yeah. Uh, ask Axel. Yeah. <laughs> and alternate lyrics and not only that in quotations and brackets like does that mean something am i missing like what does that syntax mean yeah like it's either in brackets or fucking quotes one of the two well we're gonna have to we're gonna have to phone uh izzy and yeah. ask because yeah he he hadn't he had the idea and they said they never like All right. they, they played this song in concert like twice because it's yeah it's ridiculously hard to play in concert and i can see that Sounds kind yeah. of Zeppelin ish at times. I think like it's got a couple of those elements. I can see to influence, it. Um, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Now I don't know if you guys are again. I, I listen to this a lot of times, so there is two parts in this that really feel out of time, and I don't know if you guys have. Yeah, I, yeah. Because I mean, he. I, I don't know is if it's it on purpose. Because he talks about just... like he sings about going off the rails, and I don't know if that's like supposed to be mm-hmm. like. Like I think time, so. Like, bang, 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 so bang, weird, bang. but it happens both times. I'm like, whoa! Like the hi hat does not yeah. match the singing, and the yeah, it sounds off. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's on purpose, but I don't yeah. really like it. <laughs> yeah, it does throw you yeah. off, definitely. It, it sounds like a yeah, mistake. It's, it, I don't know that was left in, but it messes with my like. But they kept yeah, it on the, the. I don't think ma- so because massive. like Axel is one of the most revered, like. Uh, singers out there vocalists out there right he had a vision so yeah i think he just took the liberty to i mean the same thing happens in led zeppelin uh do 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 do, um immigrant song no Uh, what song is that heartbreaker is that heart yeah they thought it sounded cool it's out of time when you listen to it yeah, but this is like really out of time. This is like, and it happens twice, <laughs> yeah. right? Where you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. And again, I don't know if that's on purpose. I couldn't find any like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like your yeah. musical brain is just like, that's off. Like that feels, that sounds off. But, and I looked for like, you know, even on like, you know, Reddit or something, like, does anybody else talk about this like out of time thing? And I could not find anything on it. So I'm like, all right, I guess it's just me. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's totally okay, out of okay. time. It, weird. Yeah, totally. Yeah, weird. Like just I try I was just like, yeah, I think Axel's probably just like throwing a star fit and just like it's off the rail. <laughs> like fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> probably. I'll give it to you. I I yeah, that's it's def- done. Yeah, Print it. Definitely possible. Um okay, what's next on here? Oh my goodness! Maybe this is the worst <laughs> album song on the both albums. I'm sorry, I take it back. Oh, this is just Rewind. trash. Like rewind, Duff. Like and the, oh. even the beginning is just like ah, whew, like so many breaths and sounds. It's just like yep. And the piano on it is just awful. Oh, I'm sorry, so I got to go off on this song, but. <laughs> I agree, man. I agree. <laughs> it should have not ever made the cut. And yeah, I, Dane, you and I used to make fun of Duff singing when we were kids all the time, right? We were just like, do, 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 I'm singing back. 
<laughs> but I never knew that he was singing lead on this song until really this time. Me and neither. I'm like, oh, it's just. That makes sense. Some bass, dude. I can't even talk about it anymore. It's that bad. Uh, and and it's still bad too with all all the projects he's done afterwards. Yeah. It, it's just yeah. yeah. Stick to bass, dude. You were a good bass player, and is he though? Yeah. I think so. He puts a fucking flanger on his bass and it sounds like Duff, but he's not. Okay, he, okay. He's he's an entertaining bass player. He's an entertaining bass. It's Duff. <laughs> Let's call it that. Yeah. 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 Doing the the tallest man in the band. Yeah, he's the tall bass player. The, I mean. Yeah, he just, he sticks out and he does, it's entertaining. I he's got know. that chorus. Oh, and it's not, it's chorus just <laughs> fucking cranked. <laughs> I love I love his I love his Fender bass that I that I it bought. Is dope. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah the man. blackhead stock. I got, oh, with yeah, the sig- I got the signature, the second signature pick guard for him. So oh, that's awesome. Cool, man. Yeah, I got a signed cool. Duff bass, so that's rad. So, but yeah, other than that, I mean, I, I wouldn't put him on any top list, but he's definitely he's definitely iconic. I went to a Seahawks game, yeah. and he. Uh, he was the flag raiser at the Seahawks game that day. Because they're like, Duff, what can you do? Yep. You're here. <laughs> I can yeah. do this, man. Dude, I, can I can raise a flag. <laughs> yeah. We're not. You can't sing. You can't. You can play You're not going to sing the Star Spangled okay. Banner. So. Yeah. Just raise the flag. You it can't cool. sing that. I was like, that's yeah. awesome, man. Duff's here today. Yeah. Was was uh, Jerry Cantrell. No, unfortunately not. Unfortunately not. But. It was good. Um, oh, you know what? And I, I got to go back here too because again, sorry, I've got these random thoughts here. There's one of those songs. I think it's in Breakdown. Like he does the like smoke them if you got them, like line. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> smoke them if you got them. All right, that was burned <laughs> into my brain as an 11 year old. I was just like, and it's out of nowhere. It smoke, means nothing. Smoke a cigarette. <laughs> Yeah, it's just out of nowhere. And there's another one too where I wrote it down. I had to go back into my uh, to my notepad and write it down as I heard it when I put on the headphones. There's a time at one of these songs that he says, "Get down with your bad self." Yeah, he says that in one of the songs. I quoted it. I quoted it because I'm like, I can't believe he just said that. I can't believe he just did that. It's in there. Get down with your bad bad self. self. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. You ain't James Brown. Yeah. Take me to the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Take me to the bridge. I, I, I. Yeah. Uh, a strange. A strange is good. We've talked a lot about a strange. I, I'm oh. Estranged. Yeah. But wait a yeah. Okay. I just want to like. I just. I just want to ask you guys about the video. It's so confusing. Did you guys watch the video for this one? I'm like a million. I was like, I know there's a video. I got kind of. Yeah, I gotta watch it because I know there's a video and I know it's like a whole bunch of nonsense. And it's like they're taking all of his children. He has like nine children. It. I don't (laughs) understand that. It starts off awesome, like cops coming to his mansion. He's all messed up, hiding like above the door, and you're like, Yeah, Yeah. Axel, you can hide, (laughs) hide, man. (laughs) And then it's like. All these people in white suits and kids, and you're just like, okay, they're taking his kids away, and then he gets in the the limo and drives off to the uh, whatever Sunset Boulevard, whatever whatever that fucking place is in L.A. Yep, yep. yep. And uh, and then all of a sudden, a weird dolphin, <laughs> like a CG dolphin, comes out of one of the sides, and you're like, whoa. 
they didn't even complete that. It just paused, and then they went to and the then, next scene, and like and then we're gonna hang out with the rainbow. And was that the one where Slash is playing his solo outside of the he rainbow? Pops yeah. out of the ocean yeah. and does oh, a solo. Other, yeah, 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 yeah. And, the, and the also one, yeah. he's on a tanker, and like one of the dudes in the band is trying to save. Like, whoa, Axel, no! He jumps off the tanker, and then the guy is oh, yeah, like. Yeah. Obviously, some weird LA studio in a rowboat trying to save yeah. him, and you're like, <laughs> money, so much money thrown at these things at that time. It's like, what do you do for a video? Uh, and then like, and then he's this. swimming with dolphins, and then he like, hey, at the end, he's with a dolphin, a real <laughs> dolphin, and it's like clicking, and he's like, yo, <laughs> you just need a you're puff like, daddy is- on a. Jet ski that comes cruising by. To, uh, 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 yeah, uh, 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 this is uh, uh. so silly. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> yep. I mean, <laughs> Slash rising out of the ocean doing a guitar solo, great. But like everything surrounding that makes absolutely no sense. Yep. <laughs> but the song is killer. Yes, it is. Yeah. And you did a fantastic and it's got job piano of, in of it. recreating that it video. And, oh yeah, or yeah, it has a ton of piano in it. <laughs> and again, it starts like meatloaf, right? That whole, yeah. it's just like that, you know, yeah. and it comes in right after that. So fine. Like the, <laughs> and then it kicks into that. Yeah. 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 Just great. Just great. So good. <sighs> and then the, de- I'm sorry. Then the, the definitions, a strange oh, yeah. illusion. Yeah. Oh Yeah. <laughs> So you have to explain We're it. We're talking. What else? There's like four definitions. You're like, okay, I got it. I'm, I'm studied up, Axel. Thanks, man. I got a dictionary. It's all good. I, I get it. Where, where's the thesaurus? <laughs> okay, sorry. Oh, no. It's good. It's good. That's, so good. Yeah. So good. Uh, uh, you could be mine. I, I still love this song. Yeah. Yeah. This was the cross out of both. This was the one that I remember people who didn't listen to or did not like Guns N' Roses, we're listening to this yeah. song. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, huge. I mean, Terminator 2 is massive. I mean, the video is massive. The yeah. whole thing, right? Like, just kind of yeah. made them even bigger. But great track. Like, it overall. I it mean, like... been on, on Appetite. That's, uh, that's yeah. flow, right? Yeah. yeah. And finally, Matt Sorum gets to, like, look. Yeah. I'm not a wishy-washy Steve Adler. I mean... I think Steve Adler wasn't a great drummer to begin with. I don't know. Well, I think, I mean, from the stuff that I read, I mean, not to slight Steven Adler because I think he's a great drummer, but I don't think that he would okay. have been suited to play this type of music. Matt right. Storm is a right. much more technical drummer, like insanely yeah, technical. Yeah. And he shines through yeah, on this. Right. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I think that he needed to be on this project for sure. Right. But um, I can't see Steven Adler playing like maybe some of these tracks, but you know, I don't see him playing estranged and like, you know, or even, you know, um, you could be mine for that matter. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. I, I, Matt Storm came in at the right time. It, it just kind of worked out that yeah. way. But, you know, I think both are great drummers. Don't get me wrong. I think, you know, they're awesome, but they're, yeah. It, well, how, how did he get, how did they get Sorum on here after cult? Yeah. I guess Cult just kind of shut uh-huh. it down, and then he was doing something. I, it's a weird. It is transition. a weird transition. That's very. I couldn't find much information actually on how that he came into the fold actually, but I know mm-hmm. how Stephen Adler got kicked uh, out. But yeah, they just yeah yeah yeah. And the other thing that blows my mind: who was the original producer on this? And they 
Mike, Mike they Klink, mixed was, with I, Mike. as far as I know, is Mike Klink. No, there was a dude before, or maybe it was Usual Illusions one, and they mixed something uh, like 21 tracks, like a lot, and they scrapped it all. Oh, I did read huh. that. Yeah. Because right. they, for whatever, and this sounds like total made up BS, but like Slash or someone was in like the booth and saw his notes, and he wanted to replace all of Matt Sorum's stuff with like uh, digital drums. Oh. Well, because the, at the, at the time, digital drums was the thing. I mean, the, a couple of you know five years earlier, when digital drums just started being a thing, it was on right. everything. So yeah, I can kind of see as a producer at that time, it's probably in your brain because maybe your last four albums had that. Yeah, um, you know, you got Triumph and you got you know, bands like that that would have had sampled drums. Yeah, White I, I Snake. mean, um, you're right. It oh, was a different Ru- time in, for sure. He did Rust in Peace. Cool. But yeah, I mean, that that time I, I could see them wanting to do that. But yeah, I could totally see why Slash would want to shut that down. So, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find this. The name of the the original dude. He was he did like Bon Jovi and mm-hmm. all these other things. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. And then they yeah, they can and they got uh, mm-hmm. what's his name? Mike Clink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mike Link. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Who also engineered Injustice. Cool. Oh, did he? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah he was rad. more of a, a a metal guy. I saw he did, uh, mm-hmm. he did uh, <clears throat> I'm Other Earth Dig. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought yeah. that was cool. Oh, I, I love that, that one. Oh, man. What a great album. Yeah. What a great band, too. I oh, love that God, band. Yeah. So different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Now, what do you guys think about two versions of Don't Cry? First one's great. The second one's unnecessary. You never listen to it because I never did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never listened to it. The second one, I was like, okay, like this is the same alternate lyrics. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, it didn't need to be yeah. on there. Yeah. yeah. Filler. Why? And there's enough songs on the two that why would you even yeah. bother? Yeah. Yeah. It was unnecessary. I just I don't get it. You don't need to fill in space when because... you've got two albums worth of like thirty <laughs> fucking songs. Yeah. Let's put another yeah. eight minute epic on here, like. Yeah, but they needed to fucking make two tapes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you needed yeah. to buy the two tapes. Yeah. Yeah, that's good point. Good point. Uh, and then we discussed my world. I, I I don't know what that is. I don't even. know. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! I that was just like. Yeah. I thought it went to I another think I just album. Didn't listen to. I it. thought it went to like the next yeah. thing. I thought that was the end. It was on to something else. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, this is yeah, still what, it. Chinese democracy. Yeah. It's a weird way to end the album and at a buck twenty four. Yeah. Like why why yeah. even bother? Yeah. Very and it, it should have been a, a secret song or something, right? Like that's what they were doing yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um Yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember listening to that one. Unnecessary. And uh, what do you guys think of the album cover? Brilliant. Yeah. I, I, I had a laugh though when I was doing the digging in and uh and it was talking about how Axel paid some artist a shit ton of money for something that he could have got for free. To like change it was, the color or something like that? No, it was it was this piece of art that was taken from, uh, not Picasso, what the hell okay, was Okay, man, I'm sorry. I gotta, I, I'm, a ner- I'm a nerd on this because... Raphael, Raphael, yeah. So it was Raphael, and he paid a bunch of money for this piece that was a tiny little snippet of 
a massive piece of work done by Raphael, and it, it was so far out of um, what, what's what, where it goes to public domain. What, what do they call that? Yeah, just like it's free. Anyway, so it's it, it like, was it was in public, yeah. so he could have had it for free, but he paid this this artist a buttload of money for you know a boatload of money for just this this piece of art that he got for free. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. I fucking laughed at that. Uh, Sounds like an NFT. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, this is in the Vatican. It's in the Vatican Museum. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. It's- oh, so the dude on the sketchbook, is that also? Because it looks a little Photoshopped to me. No, they're both in the same painting. So it's, oh, it's a like really the guy massive just painting. Like- and this is just like a tiny snippet <laughs> right. in a little corner, you know, not even the corner, just sort of a little middle yeah. spot. Yeah. Do a couple. And what didn't they call the piece of work? Use your illusion. Uh, use yeah, your illusion. That was the name of it. Yeah. So that's so maybe it was using the title of the art that cost so much money, or was it was it really like Axel got hustled? Oh, maybe. I think he that's, got hustled. That's an interesting point, though, Dan. That could be it too, right? Because even on Appetite for Destruction, that picture of like the like robotic thing with the girl yeah. in the alley, yeah. that's called <clears throat> Appetite yeah. for Destruction. That's the name of that piece. Oh, so they continue right, with right, the right, red right. thing in the air. So that's that's yeah. maybe it. They, if they had to pay for the name of that, maybe that's where the money went. But it could be he could have been taken too. But I think Probably. he was taken because the the story that I was that I that I heard is he was at some restaurant in New York or something, and he decided to go check out some some art museum that was across the street and then he found this piece of art and he paid way too much money for it and he didn't know that it was public <laughs> domain yeah i've always liked them though yeah I don't know what it is i've always liked yeah those totally covers it's yeah 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 no it's i mean they're, they're super it's recognizable iconic. and especially yeah. way the way that they did it i mean yeah mm-hmm. the two albums Oh yeah, I remember Christmas. I got like use your illusions one. I was like, oh yeah, and then it was like later on, <laughs> I got the other one. I was like, oh yeah, I got both. There's more <laughs> on cassette. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, on cassette. I think I got, I got two on cassette before I got one. Okay. Yeah, I remember I did have a preference. I thought I, I'm pretty sure two was my preference over one. Yeah. I liked yeah. one, man. I don't know. I it can't was just, It's two just feels a little bit well, go, like you got to dive into two a little bit more. Like it, you know, you got. Well, at the time being whatever, 12 years old, Civil War, yeah, 14 Civil years, War. yesterday, knocking on heaven's door, yeah. getting the ring yeah. at, I mean, going back to yeah. it being uneventful now, but at the time, yeah, Shotgun Blues, you know, they, these songs that that we say are very, um, Black Crows esque at the time, I wasn't, you know, privy to There's that. There's not much Black so Crows on, on this. Was, two. This was the it, first the Black Crows all is kind of on one, and yeah, right. very because again, I that's right around that same time, like Shake Your Money Maker, you know, yep. hard to handle kind of stuff. But yeah. at the time, I didn't know, yeah. so yeah, yeah, I guess th- this would have in my mind at the time, it's like, why why are Black Crows ripping off Guns N' Roses yeah. or whatever? It's like, right? who's ripping who off so, here? Because this is a, who, who do yeah, you hear first? The same stuff, but like, I mean, it was fun yeah. doing a dive into the Illusions tour too, and just like. Oh yeah, man! Like all the stuff. I, I, we we need to talk about the Metallica oh, thing. Oh yeah, 
Okay, so what was that like? Axel called Lars a bitch or something, or no, well, no, this is no. In Montreal? So the, like you're talking about the burning, yeah, yeah. the Montreal, oh, a, yeah. a riot, yeah, or was it? Sorry, just go yeah. ahead. Well, one of one of many riots due right. to Axel and his his diva esque shenanigans, I guess. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so it was in 1992. They did a tour with a, a, a shared bill. I don't know how they got the the top line of it. Anyway, it was uh, Guns N' Roses, Metallica, and Faith No More. And Faith No More was doing uh, Angel Dust. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was their Angel Dust album. And uh, there was a bunch of issues, and Metallica, this was for Black Album. And, you know, Jason, the, the, the whole Metallica was finally, you know, they were they, they were churning pretty good, and... And Axel was having his back and forth with, you know, his lates and his, his not show, you know, his no shows and his. Right, I remember that. Yeah, you know all this bullshit. So they get in to Montreal, and Faith No More plays, and apparently, you know, the 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 arena that they were playing in was horrible for sound. So, I mean, no, nobody could hear what Faith Noir was doing. It was just a mess of noise. The PA was Olympic shit. Gold. The they were playing the Olympic you know, Gold, the, the, which is a yeah, dive. The, the musicians couldn't hear themselves. Everybody's walking around, you know, just mingling, buying shirts and booze and stuff. And then you get Metallica on there, and they're crushing it. Uh, oh, so sounds improved? The, like it was just... Well, as as best as you can in that room anyway. Right. Okay. But the performance, everything, you know, Metallica started crushing it. And then James Hetfield missed a stage cue and he walked into a uh, some pyrotechnics and it burnt his, it was his right arm and half of his face and like oh. it burnt him right to the bone almost. Oh. And uh, so they ended up shutting it down. Uh, or they, they shut everything down for a good 10, 15 minutes before anyone even told the audience what happened. Right. And it was, uh, I was reading one thing where the, from, from an article of someone that was in the crowd and he said that they were playing and then all of a sudden you saw the flash and then you could hear the guitar going out of tune because your guitar and your strings are melting. It's that much heat. Holy shit. So you, they, they audibly heard it go kind of thing while he was playing. And then... About 15 minutes later, uh, the rest of the band came out and said what was going on. And they said, you know, we're going to do the makeup show and, and you know, we back, you know, to, to make this right. And everybody was, was cool about it. And then Guns N' Roses is supposed to come on and Axel's almost, well, two and a half hours late. So after all of this, you've got... The, these band, the, these fans that are in the the audience after this big traumatic experience, and everybody's just waiting for Guns N' Roses for two two and a half hours, and then they went on, they played six songs, and, and then left. Yeah, yeah, they go on, and and it's like you know, well, I, I there was a couple different things where I I read where it was fifty minutes or forty five minutes, and there was another one that said you know fifteen minutes at max, and then. Um, once again, depending on what you read, it's it's either um, Axel says he, you know, all, all the musicians on stage are saying they can't hear themselves, and Axel saying his throat is this and that, his vocal cords, blah blah blah, 
And then you look at another angle. It's like, well, he, he decided to be a fucking diva and you know, he, he felt he was being outshined by, uh, by Metallica again after most of the dates, apparently they, they, you know, Metallica kept blowing them out of the water kind of a deal. And then he just shut it down and that's it. And, and one of those things where it's like, okay, well, this is the last time you're going to see us for a while sort of thing. Slam the mic down and leave. And then the ride ensues. Like you, you could it, totally. And you could have been a hero. You could have <clears throat> saved the day. You could have rocked the shit out of that Coliseum or whatever it was, the stadium and left everything on a high note, but you decided to be a little bitch about it and just say, Oh, I'm, I'm out. You know? It's such a weird, weird thing. Well, and I mean, yeah. I don't know. I was watching lots of different co- concerts on the Illusion Tour, and they seem to have a big problem with people throwing things on stage. Like, the, he's stopping yeah. the, the the show every two seconds because people are throwing things on stage. I'm like, what is this? Like, like I'm thinking of uh, Blues Brothers in the... Bob's Country oh, Bunker, yeah. like you need the chicken wire up <laughs> yeah. top, like you know. And I don't yeah. blame the him. Obviously, stop the, the show and like you know, stop throwing stuff. Yeah. Like I get that, but like it just happens all the time. They, they, he had to stop the show every time. He's asking for interpreters when they're in South America, and he's threatening the crowd through the interpreter. And it's like, <laughs> well, the 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 South America one. We'll we'll get into that. That's the the Argentina. The, the last little bit of the tour there, but with, with Montreal, it was, and with, from what I, from what I gathered from a lot of the other shows before that, it was, it was almost like he didn't want to be on this tour at all. And he didn't give the energy that it deserved. So it's like, okay, he'd come out and he'd, he, he'd put his, you know, he, he'd put on his Axel show for the first three songs and then it would start tapering off slowly and slowly and slowly, and then you know, halfway through the show on the Montreal one, apparently he's you know he's just sitting on the on the drum riser and barely mouthing the words, and it's like I don't even want to be here, so fuck you, I'm done. Really? And and it it seems like there was there was so much. I mean, I was doing a lot of digging here, and it was saying that you know the the band uh, the, you know they they almost made no money uh, at the end of it. I mean a- after. Because all the shows he didn't well, show late up for. Well, uh, late starts and lawsuits and riots and overtime dues and fines. And it, it just, you know, it, it, it didn't have to be that difficult. And to, to have that much issue over two and a half years with 192 shows in 27 countries. What? what? I mean, put on the show, make your money, carry yeah. on. Yeah. It, it just, it, it seems like it, it was so unnecessary. Or is it all part of the stunt, right? Like, I, I don't know, man. Why, why would you, why would you want to be known for the, as that guy? The guy that always shows up, the guy, or, uh, always shows up late. The guy that's always a diva. The guy that, I think it's like, you know, you, you could have been, <clears throat> one, you could have been one of, if not the greatest front men in rock history. And you decide to do, to just, pull all this shit all the time over and over yeah. and over again think of it in terms of scale like that shit probably worked at the rainbow room right showed up two hours late like it's a small club but just like being there to begin with is is yeah. cool like it's it's 
one of those things where they probably did that as a gimmick over and over and over again, but it just doesn't translate to like us, like a stadium tour. It's awkward. Well, yeah, and like, I mean, no, when you, it's, they were, it's were, an were they doing an stadium tours for appetite? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, to me, La- I, later on in the tour. Sure. I mean, yeah. they were doing, well, they were doing huge stadium tours when, uh, on their first run opening for Aussie and, and, and all those other cats. Right. Right. Um, right. I don't know. I just, to me, it seems like a, a scale thing. Like, you can do that at like a rock club and it's cool. People might stick around, but like you can't do that for a stadium world tour. Well, even, even at a small club, are you going to make people wait two hours? I, I'm just saying it's a, it's a different thing. I can thing. see 20 minutes, half hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you're in a small hours, club, two like and a half hours, if you're going to go down the street, all, what, like there's like, I, I just think it's a different yeah. thing. And I think he probably never transcended that. Like, it, and like, how hard would that be? I think Led Zeppelin stadium band, yep. Rolling Stones stadium band, Guns N' Roses sta- maybe a not a stadium band. band. It I seems like they, they should have been, yeah. but I don't know if they were because I mean they interesting. Yeah, that's that was the, the, the that was the ultimate was except demise. For Axel, yeah. I don't know, man. And and even with Axel, when when you watch all these videos of them on these big massive festival stages and he's crushing it like why why would you like from front to back he's crushing it and he's running around the stage he's putting in the energy and then he's running the piano and then he's running to do this and that you're you're not a club band at that point and he's putting on that level of but show you have like, to why, admit why would you not the running shit is weird and they yeah. went, and when you look at old like appetite stuff when they're in mm-hmm. the rainbow room, mm-hmm. they're just like back to back, fuck, yeah, man, like. Mm-hmm. But the running around, like all of a sudden, Slash is sprinting down the fucking <laughs> stage yeah. for no reason. Yeah. You're like, whoa, okay, he's really excited or something. I don't know what's you gotta going on. Get, you got to show your guitar solo to the other, yeah. the left side of the room. I just think they they weren't they never had a handle on that size of stage, and it just yeah. fell apart because like. There was nothing else going on it's on that like, stage, Mike. You're right, though. He's he's doing his thing and he's he's holding it all up, but like, there's mm-hmm. no like pyrotechnics. There's no screen. There's there's yeah. just like them. I'm gonna run, and it's like that that classic like yeah. Duff McKagan run with his yeah. bass like up the up the ramp, right? It's just like, yeah. And even when we saw him, they they were doing the same mm-hmm. moves. They were doing the same thing in the circle, yep. running around the circle with your head like down. someone told them to do yeah. it. Like you yeah. guys gotta fucking do something. Run, let's run on <laughs> just stage. Just do I don't anything. <laughs> I don't even know. Don't just yeah, stand just there. Just run around. Take off with your guitar. Like, yeah, it's it's very odd. But yeah, it's just there's nothing else that's going on on that stage. It's like a huge production. But like, I guess it's '91. But like, it's not like it was a huge, massive like U2 show where you're like, wow, there's so much to look at. Or, there's, yeah, yeah, it just seems like weird. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. Never thought about the club aspect of them, and maybe a better band there than anywhere else. But yeah. I think it's because all these dudes came out of out of L.A. They came, they all came out of the Sunset Strip, and some of them like embraced the whole stadium vibe. Yeah, and others didn't. And I think like there was so it's like it's like throwing a bunch of cats on a fucking stage in a stadium. Yeah, they're all on all a, a variety of drugs. Right. Yeah. They're all just on their own reality. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it doesn't make sense. 
got to put yeah. them on a small stage in a small club, and then it's like, well, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And it captures that energy right. in a small package. I think so, and uh, like that's how I looked at it. Because you're right, I'd, like that's all I remember as a kid, and like, and then they broke up, and I was like, this is the worst thing in the world. Why? Yeah, but like I never saw them. You know, I was too young, so yeah. Well, and and looking back at that tour, that's a long time to tour, that's and and long. and when when they're they're at the point where it it was a wreck. I don't know if anyone's beat it since, but it was the longest tour in rock history. Yeah. Right? You're on day one. You're on show one hundred. You don't fucking care. You don't care. And it's funny too, because going back to the South America thing. I mean, when you're they're doing their very last show was in Argentina. And you know, it, it, you're you're at that point, your very last show, and Axel's three hours late. Right. It's like why why even bother? Yeah. <laughs> why even bother if you're three hours late? I can see if you're maybe half hour late. You're yeah, three what is, what hours is late. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense because he was like the sober guy out of the yeah. group. So it's it's just yeah. a lot of bizarre, and I just and, think it's. And, the yeah. rest of the band is already on stage waiting or right? almost on stage waiting. They're barely alive, but they're there. <laughs> and it was funny too, because they, they had, uh, the, it was so bad with, with him being, with Axel being late all the time that they had a, their, uh, uh, a portion of their crew put together a band to play, to <laughs> fill time for Axel to go. So, so Just for the, the, Argent- like the tech oh, guys. Yeah. Totally, man. So, so it's like okay, the 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 opener band goes on and they do their thing, and then <laughs> you're waiting an hour, and then you think, okay, now Guns and Roses is going to come on. The lights go down. This, you know, you see the musicians run on stage. The lights go up, and it's yeah. not. It's not you're Guns like, and Roses. Oh, that's it's their the, crew band. I, I hope what? they were playing Filling like in time because we're still waiting for songs. Axel. That would be awesome. Like a Mr. Br- <laughs> shitty Mr. Brownstone cover. <laughs> Totally. Just not like yeah. <laughs> tuning guitars. Wait, that reminds me of like an awesome joke I heard today. Go. <laughs> the Edge. Yeah. One of the best guitar techs in the world. <laughs> yeah. listen, listen to this new song I put up. Junk. 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 <laughs> Junk. Okay, now wait, wait till I it's put it through nine different delay pedals. Yeah, and it's the biggest song in the world. Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was funny. He'd be a great guitar tech, man. He's got. He'd be an awesome one. Guitar tech. Yeah. That's who I want. Want. Tunes it like no one's business. I can play one string. And the most expensive guitar tech in the world too. Add that to that. Oh man. No shit. Boss sold a lot of digital delays because of oh, that, yeah. man. Yup. But uh, anyway, that's my theory. I, I just think they, it was, it's a scale thing. So yeah. unfortunately, because like you would, you would think that they would be able to just like rock a stadium show. And I'm sure a lot of people were like, yes, you can do it. And I, I can't imagine what it's like being in a band where, Everyone is on every drug, yeah. and you're oh, just yeah. like, uh, uh, okay, let's. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm surprised. 192 shows. I'm surprised they did that. That they made it. I'm surprised yeah. that nobody died, or arrested, or yeah. like canceled. Right? Like, 
I'm really surprised that that went all the way, you know, and all that, even what you're mm-hmm. talking about, like him, you know, three hours late and stuff like that, like guys quitting and just, I've had enough, right? Like, like, yeah. Well, Slash, didn't he have to get a, a pacemaker in that time? Cause everything was shutting <laughs> Probably. down. Probably. Cause he was smoking so much crap. Yeah. I, I think that was, that was in his uh, biography there where he had to actually get like a pacemaker to jolt his heart back into to working every once in a while because it, it was just, it was too well, much. He was clinically dead was there he? for eight minutes. They, they found him. He was yeah. dead and he <clears throat> got, they took him to the hospital. He woke up, checked himself out of the hospital, went home or went to the hotel and played the gig the next day. Straight back to his dealer. Like, yeah. I was just, I was dead <laughs> yesterday, but here's sure, shotgun blues. And all the other artists that can't play because they got a cold. Yeah, oh, yeah. Let's go. But, but then, then you look at two, you, yeah. you, you say, the arena thing maybe it was just axel because you look at slash he could do the arena thing you look at you you, you know you look at everyone else in that band i don't know about like all i remember from a kid is like axel wearing the charles manson shirt and like that was his his mic stand with the weird triangle and just like yeah but all i remember from slash is like that yeah, like that yeah. pose, and then every once in a while he would just like start sprinting. You're like, whoa! Where is well, where his Pepe Le Pew shirt? Velvet Revolver. Yeah, yeah why, totally. Why is he sprinting? Just because <laughs> it's a big stage. Go! But I yeah. mean, even with Velvet Revolver, they did big arena stuff. You look at. It could have been Matt. Who knows? I should, I'm sure there is. You look like at a, Matt with with the Cult. I mean, big yeah. arena. That's what they did. So. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you think of like November rain, you know, in a small place, maybe mm-hmm. it doesn't fit as well as a grand, you know, it's, yeah. you got a full yeah, orchestra man. on that thing. You got a grand piano. You got, you know, yeah. Slash has got to walk on that thing. <laughs> oh, one of the best ever is on YouTube. You can find like uh, Michael Jackson. I don't know, it's oh, yeah. black or white, whatever. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, go. And like Slash is doing the solo. <laughs> he just, I, I watched this. Like, he's I watched this. I looked it up. He just keeps it's playing. Funny. And Michael Jackson's throwing a hissy bit like, okay. Okay. Stop. Okay, stop. And he goes on for like, going. it's a real long time. <laughs> and it's an awkward amount of time. And he's just smiling and just like tapping. Uh, I don't know. He's just fucking around. <laughs> I do what I do. You hired me. I'm going to do Michael Jackson do. is throwing a hissy fit. <laughs> so funny. That's <laughs> oh, so great. Uh, but okay, Mike T. Is Slash as good as everyone makes him out to be? Yes. Because. But okay. He's, okay. Yeah. Hang on. I'm, I'm because he's unique. In what tone, technique? In everything. Okay. In everything. He's one of those rare guitar players, like a dime bag, like a um, uh, Tony Iommi, like a Jimmy Page. Identifiable. When you, when, when you hear them, you know it's them. Right. 100%. You can okay. hear Slash on someone else's song, and you know, hey, Slash is on this song. You look at Eddie Van Halen, if he plays on whatever, hey, that's Eddie Van Halen. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, and he's no slouch. He he plays, he has his own style, he has his own flow, he has his own, um, you know, he, he plays a pentatonic scale different than anyone <laughs> else plays a pentatonic scale. Fair enough. You yep. know, when he when he, he runs a, a, a pentatonic scale and he adds some 
some fifths and some like just these little passing notes that no one else does that is yeah. signature to him. So, and it's a slash tone. It's just totally. It's crispy. It's awesome. Everyone wants, yeah. you know, every guitar player wants that that Marshall Silver Jubilee and yeah. uh, Gibson Les Paul. I mean, yeah, he he iconically, you know, that's his. Yeah, and and it's funny too. I mean, you look at you look at cats like Jimmy Page where. Um, with the Les Paul. When you think of a Les Paul, who do you think of first? Probably Slash. For for the most part. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean popularity people, yeah. wise, for, yeah. for the for the most people. I mean, if you if you if you didn't watch Song Remains the Same, right. you would probably think Slash first. Probably, yeah. So, Even though he's I mean, like sponsored by Epiphone right now. But that's well, it's the same thing, man. He's making such, money. He's yeah, he's he has his he has his US uh, high-end Gibsons, and then he has all of his Epiphones that make him that extra cheddar in the side, right? Extra so, cheddar. <laughs> why not? Yeah, definitely. Why not? I love so, it. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. He's he's amazing, and he's unique, and he's just his own animal. So, um, also, but but watching him on stage with uh, what's his name, Robert. Oh, what's the other guitar player that we saw on there? I keep forgetting his oh, name. Oh, the really Damn, good guy? He's so good. Yeah. Oh, man. He's so damn good. What's his name? Uh, Fortis? We got to talk about it. He played with in guns. Bat, yeah, we saw, we saw him in Vancouver, and he played with uh, he played with them. He was their, like, he was their Izzy. And yeah. he's like... Oh, but, I see. Te- technically, I, I would say he's Gib- better Gibson. than Slash. Technically, I would. What's the hell's his uh, name? What, the dude that replaced Izzy? Isn't it something Gibson? Oh, like Gilby no, Clark. You know, like this is like guy. Gilby. Gilby. This Gilby is like Clark, in the yeah. last, like on the last tour, like the the 2017 tour, like. Oh like, right. This so rando guitar yeah. guy. Yeah, new so, guy. Uh, Richard Fortis. Okay. Oh yeah. He 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 joined in 2002, but. Um, if oh. if I were to put both of them on, well, they're on the same stage, but I mean, if they were to have a proper uh, guitar crossroads, off, crossroads guitar off, like crossroads with uh, with Steve Vai and uh, and uh, <laughs> Ralph Macchio, Macchio. Macho Karate Kid. Yeah, that is um, so crazy. <laughs> if it was one of those things, Fortis would have been, you know, the Karate Kid win in that. Be oh yeah, he, did. Was, he beats Steve I because he plays slide guitar and then just he switches him. to classical because he can play classical, but Steve I can't play classical. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't hit that high note. Even though he's got a, he can't he's find got a, a, an Ibanez with a, fret. with a Floyd in there, where he can just pull the pull the Floyd back and hit higher notes than anyone could ever hit. Look at Dimebag, um, yeah, just just ridiculous. Machio, anyway, so yeah, um, yeah, anyway, iconic slash forever. You know, so. uh, it, it, all right, cool. I'm cool. gonna back it up really quick though. You were you guys were talking about kind of being disinterested, sitting on this drum riser and kind of just not really into it, Axel, right? Yep. We looked yep. it up last yep. night. We were watching some YouTube videos and stuff, and I wanted to see it because I had never seen his stuff with ACDC when he filled in for ACDC, right? Oh yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah. I want to wa- yeah. see this. I want to see what how he did, right? So I watched him do yeah, uh, Back in Black and Thunderstruck, and he was working 
hard, like harder than yeah, I've yeah. ever seen Axel work maybe ever. But like it worked. It worked. I mean, it was, it yeah. kind of felt like he was like just saying karaoke, but, and you yeah. know, Angus Young is running around the stage kind of, and it's, it's, a, it's quite awkward to watch, but he's working really hard singing, right? Like, and, and yeah. doing it, right? Yeah. But I just, I guess I never thought I'd see Axel like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird, it is man. Weird, you know, and it, it's yeah. like, it's difficult because it's like, okay, well, those guys are not buying your double albums and you know anymore. So like you know, and if you didn't make much money off of this tour, then like what money do you have, kind of thing, right? Like it's just it's difficult to watch because it's it feels like that guy should have maybe burnt out rather than faded away, but he's still Axel yeah, he's still there. Oh, he's yeah. worth a fucking quarter bill though. Well, he's making huge now. money now with all these, well, yeah. with all the the new Guns and Roses yeah. tours. Apparently, he's making the most out of the entire band. Oh, for sure he is. But he's he's uh, making top the highest digits out of everyone on that yeah. stage. He's doing all right. He's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, like now he is. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. It just yeah, it, he's working it. But yeah, but, at that time. Yeah, I think and like that's I've never checked it out. And you said it looked awkward, like. I think I've just never looked at Neither it. Neither did I last night, like, man. We, 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 I don't want to see my parents have sex. <laughs> I don't want to see Axl Rose for a fucking ACDC, <laughs> man. In the same <laughs> I just don't want to see it. <laughs> oh, oh guys. The that's the greatest <laughs> analogy ever. Well, I did it. I did it, man. I saw it. <laughs> Did you go yeah, blind man, or you're just like oh, for the next 10 minutes? Ah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Things are different from there on. Yeah. <laughs> Can't well, yeah, unsee. I'm, I'm, I lost my innocence last night. No question. <laughs> yeah, I fucking bet. At 41 years old, I lost it. <laughs> uh. Oh, that, that's the greatest. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, but they're packing stadiums, no? Or well, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the... Sure he, yeah, just fine there. The and crowd the was huge. Whatever shit. show I was watching, whatever that was, people were going absolutely crazy. Wanted to see it. Oh yeah. So yeah. Yep. Getting it done. <laughs> Legacy bands yeah, making the money. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and we should probably wrap this up. But yeah, the, there's an interesting thing. Like I watched Rick Beato uh, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Old music is killing new music. Yeah. And by that, there's a much more, say, an appetite for, for um, older music. And that's why these these dudes are selling their uh, complete libraries Catalog. for hundreds yeah. of millions right. of dollars. Yep. Because, and it, I mean, there's a ton of theories. And, and like, I sort of went into a rabbit hole about it. Yeah, I did too. Um, yeah. It's an it's it's a weird thing. So I mean, there is a there is an appetite for that sort of thing. Like if it's Axel from ACDC, like Jesus Christ, that is so bizarre. That is yeah bizarro world. Yeah, but that sells tickets. They're yeah. they're not they're going to make an album. Sure, it's just it's a it's a financial thing. Totally, and that's that's why. Every time you see these big metal festivals, these big rock festivals, yeah, all the headliners 
are legacy bands. And I, I love all of them, I, which is awesome to but, an extent. Yeah. I, yeah. I love it. I, and I think that's the spirit of rock and roll, but also mm-hmm. it's, is it choking out? Definitely music that deserves to be heard. The, the, the industry is choking out music that deserves to be heard. Right. And that this can be a whole other podcast that we should dig into later. Like I could talk for over an hour on just that subject alone. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause so, you're, you're a recording artist. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody listens to it, but I'm certainly a recording artist. But that's that Dude. goes on that <laughs> I mean, topic, like, though. I think, right? Like the squeezing yeah, out totally. of that kind yeah. of stuff, right? All the way down to that. Yeah. Like, well, once once they, you know, once the the industry or I guess the 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 people got rid of the gatekeepers. I mean, when you look at radio stations and way back in when when we were young, you heard what the gatekeepers told let through, right? Right. The bands that were let through. Now you go on Spotify, which we've talked before, and there's so much. There's probably more music on Forgotify than there is on Spotify. Right. So, I mean, what, what do you listen to? And, and where do you, how do you find these bands? And I know there's brilliant, amazing bands out there, but how do you hear them? It's by accident. And then even if you hear them, if you can share them, who else has the attention span to share it more after that? Yeah. You know, I, I've seen artists that have, you know, uh, independent artists that have, you know, a thousand to 4,000 uh, followers on Instagram and this and that, but really they have maybe a hundred people that are, that are even involved in it. Like they're, they're back and forth and it's like, what, what, yeah. It's a it different comes time down to attention spans, yeah. but yeah, it's uh, and and I think that's again maybe this would be a really great podcast uh, topic, but mm-hmm. uh, things are different now. Like you need you need to learn how to edit video and like yeah. have a narrative and mm-hmm. give some sort of like you know what's your value proposition other than just like doing all the drugs and like soloing, right? Like it's yep. it's different now, and yeah. uh, you're you're a brand. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone is a brand now. Everyone has to be a brand. Everyone has to have followers. And that's the funniest thing too. When you get into looking into Instagram followers and Twitter followers, it's like, what are you a religion? I have followers. Pretty much. Yeah. Who who do you, I follow Jesus Christ. I follow Muhammad. I follow whatever. No, I'm, you know, (laughs) I have, I have 200 followers. What does that mean? Yeah, it yeah, it's funny when you like take it out of context. Just, yeah, okay, yeah, That's... I have all these followers. They're worship me, worshiping me. What? Yeah. That's... Anyway, yeah. and then, and like just circling back. I mean, then how do you deal with it? I mean, like mm-hmm. obviously Axel couldn't. Um, yeah, and so it's just it's funny. It's funny how talent gets put out there, mm-hmm. and how some talent just like doesn't. Yep. And, and not like we look at who's like the best guitar player ever. Well, it's fucking SRV or it's Hendrix, but like shit Something from 40 years ago. Right. I mean, like that's all people talk about. And yeah. just like old music is killing new music. It's just because it's, it's really, uh, you know, I think that let's just, let's, let's, let's start listening to live music again and like i yeah. i really do think like this whole thing is and i don't i don't want to make this about fucking covid but i think oh. like this this shit's gonna end and 
we will get back. And I think there's going to be like a huge appreciation for just going out, whether it's a hockey talk or fucking hip hop club or whatever. There needs to be a just connection between be the artist and the yeah. listener. A and new appreciation no for, and like maybe mm-hmm. local talent, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's my four beer deep in. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> thank you if you live if you lasted this long to an hour and 40 yep. we, we thank you very much for being <laughs> and, and, this far uh hopefully you uh love gnr as much as we do so yeah yeah thanks for the journey all right we want you guys to subscribe share and review this podcast keep it going keep it strong because we're having a great time entertaining you guys with b-sides and beers podcast